0: Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them, I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode Donnie Most from 1976.
1: Drumming my pain with his fingers, singing my life with his words, killing me softly with his song, killing me softly with his song telling my in nineteen
0: ninety-six the Fuji's had a number one hit in over twenty countries with Killing Me Softly. It's one of the best-selling singles of all time in the U.K. It was a triple platinum single in the U.S. The song even won the 1997 Grammy for Best R&B Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocal. It was the last song that the Fugees recorded for The Score, which would be their second and final album. It came about when Fugees member Praz had suggested doing a cover of the song. The song was originally released by Lori Lieberman in 1972. To no success, but the following year, it was covered by Roberta Flack, and it went to number one in the U.S., Canada, and Australia. It also won Flack multiple Grammys in 1974. The song was written by Charles Fox and Norman Gimbel. Just three years after their chart-topping success with "Killing Me Softly," Fox and Gimbel would have another big hit on their hands.
1: Wednesday, happy days, Thursday, Friday, happy days The weekend comes My cycle comes, ready to race
0: to you. These days are Yes, the songwriting team behind Killing Me Softly" are also the songwriting team behind the theme song for ABC's massively successful sitcom, "Happy Days." It was first recorded in 1974 by Jim Haas with some session singers but that version only played in the show's closing credits, while Rock Around the Clock served as the opening theme song. But changes were on the way for both the show and the theme song. Happy Days debuted on the ABC network on January 15th, 1974. In its first season, the show finished in the top 20, but when ratings took a nosedive in season two, creator Gary Marshall decided to retool the show. First off, the theme song was re-recorded by the duo Pratt and McLean, and it would now be used in the opening and closing credits. The show would also begin to shine more of a spotlight on Arthur Fonzarelli, aka The Fonz, played by Henry Winkler. Hey! The first two seasons had focused primarily on the life of Ron Howard's character Richie Cunningham, the rest of the Cunningham family, as well as Richie's friends, Potsie Weber, played by Anson Williams, and Ralph Malth played by Donnie Most. I still got it. The retooling of the show for season three worked. Happy Days would finish number 11 in the ratings that year, and the following year, it was the number one show on television. 1976 would be a huge year for Happy Days. January would see the debut of its first spin spin-off series, Laverne and Shirley. Happy Days toys, books, t-shirts, and trading cards were released. Sega even released a motorcycle racing arcade game called Fonz. In June, Pratt and McLean's version of the Happy Days theme song became a big radio hit, peaking at number 5 on the Billboard Hot 100. And the music didn't stop there. Jukebox International released a compilation album called Fonzie's Favorites. It was mostly a collection of doo-wop and early rock and roll songs, but it also had a few originals, including The Fonz Song, which was also released as a single. The Fonz song was credited to a vocal trio called the Hayettes. They even released an entire album of Fonzie-themed songs that same year called Fonzie, Fonzie, He's Our Man. To hear more about the Hayettes and the Fonz song, I covered that on the latest episode of Bizarre Singles over on Patreon. You can hear that as well as ad-free versions of Bizarre Albums by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash bizarrealbums. During the happy days mania that was happening in 1976, Actor Donnie Most, who played the wisecracking high schooler Ralph Mouth, met a record producer. The following is a quote from Most in a 2017 interview with The Morning Call. In it, he says, quote, I met a guy who was a record producer back then, and he knew that I had a background in singing, that I could sing. And with the popularity of Happy Days, he said, You know, I have contacts at United Artist Records. It was a big label. And he said, I think I can get a deal for us. End quote. Most really did have a background in singing. When he was just 15 years old, he was performing standards in a review at hotels and nightclubs in the Catskills. He loved singers like Nat King Cole and Ella Fitzgerald. When the record deal came his way, he wanted to record standards, but the label told him no. Most is called singing his first love, but not long after he started to explore acting as a career, he landed the role of Ralph on Happy Days, and he almost turned it down. Here he is talking about that on Pop Goes the Culture TV. I
1: I got the part, I was offered the part on a Friday, but ironically I was up for this other TV movie at the same time, which was a very serious piece, which is what I kind of was more leaning towards wanting to do that. And um, so we got the offer on Friday night, and Um, I decided, we turned it down. I decided I didn't want to, I really wanted to do the other part, you know. I wasn't sure about doing a sitcom. But then over the weekend, it just turned out my, my, the agent played basketball every Sunday at at Gary Marshall's house. And they had a discussion and my agent came back and says, you know, I think we should reconsider. I think maybe you should think about this. And we talked and I decided to take it.
0: Happy Days made him a full-time actor but most would get the occasional opportunity to sing on Happy Days.
1: I think it's about time that we do a waltz. Yeah. A waltz? Oh, come on, Rich, I don't want to do... Oh, how we danced On the night <laughs> we were wed. <laughs> we <without> vowed <laughs> our true love <laughs> Though a word wasn't said
0: So... In 1976, it came full circle. Donnie Most released a self titled album on United Artist Records.
1: Most, he was happy days.
0: The album begins with its first single All Roads, parentheses, lead to you. The single actually spent three weeks on the charts in late 1976, peaking at number 97. He would even appear performing the song on American Bandstand on December 4th, 1976. next is a song that went to number one for bruce channel back in 1962 hey baby the original hey baby featured harmonica from delbert mcclinton according to a 2002 interview on cnn.com back in 1962 while touring with the beatles in the uk mcclinton gave john lennon some tips on playing harmonica lennon would put those tips to use soon after on both love me do and please please me Track three is a cover of Terminal, which had been the debut single for Rupert Holmes back in
1: 1974.
0: Speaking of John Lennon, in 1975, he'd recorded a cover of the Larry Williams song Boney Maroney. It's rumored that in the early days of the Beatles, when they were known as the Quarrymen, they covered the song with Lennon on vocals, though there are no existing recordings of this. But there is a Donnie Most recording. a song called now you're a lady closes out side one side two kicks off with blue finger Lou, first released in 1975 by ann murray the song was written by alan o'day best known for his 1977 number one hit undercover angel as well as co-writing over a hundred songs for muppet babies No, he didn't write the theme song, but he did write most of the other music for the show.
1: When she heard you playing now, you stole her heart away now. She don't even notice me, so I just have to say now. Blue Finger Lou, my baby wants a boogie with you. I know you carry on some, here and then you're gone, some. Ladies all around you, but I bet you're really lonesome. Blue Finger Lou.
0: One of These Days was the album's other single. It's actually a Barry Manilow song from Manilow's 1973 debut album. Manilow's version was never released as a single, and most single failed to reach the charts.
1: One of these days, one of these very ordinary days, you're gonna call my name, and I won't be there.
0: The album was produced by Danny Jordan and Dick Smedley. Neither of them have a ton of credits to their name. The two of them produced yet another Happy Days themed single in 1976 for Gloria and Stacey O'Brien called Fonzie's Girl. Smedley has very few other credits to his name. Jordan has quite a bit more. In 1972, he was one of the producers on the debut album for Hot Butter, which gave them a number nine hit on the Billboard Hot 100 with their version of popcorn. Danny Jordan co-wrote the album's penultimate song, Better to Forget Him, alongside the album's arranger and conductor, Frank Russell. I have zero information on Frank Russell. If anyone knows anything about who he is feel free to let me know at Bizarre Albums on social media. Anyway, here's Better to Forget Him.
1: I'll make it better, better to forget him. Why are the tears in your eyes? Won't you tell me, my darling? Tell me what's hurting you, tell me just where it?
0: The album's back cover features a note from Jordan and Smedley. It reads, As my partner and I sat in our offices on a Wednesday in September discussing what to write for the liner notes of this album, we soon discovered that we had a slight problem, and the following conversation occurred. Dick said, How about telling them that Donnie has been in show business since he was in grammar school, and that he cut his teeth singing in the resort areas of upstate New York? I said, No, no. That's no good at all. Then I said, How about telling everyone what a big hit Donnie is in ABC Television's Happy Days, and how lucky we were to get Artie Mogul, president of United Artist Records, to sign Donnie. Everyone knew Donnie was a great actor. But now everyone can hear it for themselves that he is a super singer, too. Dick said, Are you crazy? That's terrible we should say that we took Donnie to Springfield, Massachusetts to break his first single on station WHYN and 28,000 people showed up to see the two shows that Donnie did. I said, no, that's wrong too. Then I said, how about, hold it, I think I've got it, said Dick. Why don't we just say that this is Donnie's first album? We think it's great. And if you can't dance to this music, you've got no right having feet. Danny Jordan and Dick Smedley. The two also wrote the album's closer Early Morning.
1: It's almost early morning I can't sleep awake Been playing
0: The massive success of Happy Days wasn't enough to get this album onto the charts. The label even put a sticker on the front cover reading Ralph Mouth from Happy Days, but it just wasn't enough. The album would finally see a CD release in 2011 via Essential Media Group. It's also streaming on Spotify now, where his bio reads, The show became such a massive sensation that most was able to cut an album in 1976, a pop culture artifact, that went nowhere. Most would end up recording a couple of other singles in 1978 and 1980. Then, in 2017, he made his second full-length album, finally recording standards like he wanted to do 41 years prior. The album was called D-Most Mostly Swingin'. But that is for another time.